I'm Albert. And I'm his dad, Jeff Burnham. And we're coming to you from Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. With a very special topic, as Alistair already said, because this isn't a usual episode, is it? No. What are we doing this time around? Are we reviewing a movie? No. Are you lecturing about monsters? No. Well, then what are we doing? This is what we are doing. Alistair's Top 7 Favorite Halloween Family-Friendly Monster Movies. Doing our first countdown. It's not a thing that we have really ever talked about doing until now, but we thought it's the beginning of the month of October, and what happens in October? Halloween happens. Halloween, and what do we do around Halloween time? We watch movies. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah, and other stuff, too. Yeah, I mean, let's not forget trick-or-treating. Yeah. Decorating with bats and spider webs and vampires and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we have, like, some purple lights that we have on right now. Yeah, we've got our Halloween lights up. Well, we keep these up all year round, uh, these particular ones. But we have those plugged in to get in the mood. Sometimes when we watch movies... We turn the light off, turn those light up there on, and just chill on the couch and watch a movie. Yeah. yeah. That's Usually, the best way to do it. Yeah. So we figured we're not going to be the only ones watching monster movies this time of year. Yeah. And if you're out there listening to Cadavercast, you probably like monster movies, which means you probably need some monster movies to watch this Halloween. Uh-huh. And Al... How good are these movies you're about to recommend? It's called the top seven Alistair's best monster kid-friendly Halloween movies. So yeah, it's gonna be good. <laughs> so these are Al's top seven uh, recommendations for this Random Halloween. Random seven. Random seven. I asked him how many he wanted to do. He said seven. So okay. no significance behind the seven. <laughs> he just decided seven. And I should also mention here before we get started that these are entirely Al's choices. I had no say in them. I let Al have complete and total reign over what made it onto the list and what qualified for the list. Mm-hmm. Which should be mentioned before we get into Al's number seven. Al, what is your first recommendation? Number seven on your list. Night of the Comet. All right, man. It is a zombie movie. Yeah. It's very cool. There is some scary moments, like the part where the guy opens the door and the zombie's outside and the zombie has the saw. That's a, that scene is a little scary. Yeah, it's got some scary stuff in it. This one I was actually surprised to have you put on the list here yeah. because this is actually rated PG-13 and it came out in 1984 
It is, as Alistair said, a zombie movie. Really cool. It's like teenage girls in a zombie apocalypse. They go to the mall and stuff. Uh, it's one yes. I grew up watching and absolutely loved as a kid. And apparently Al loves it just as much as I do. There's like one boy and two other girls. Yeah. Well, there's other characters, sure. Yeah. But, but it also stars uh, not only Catherine Mary Stewart and Mary Waranoff, who I've met, by the way. I met Mary Waranoff. Uh, it also stars Kelly Maroney, who we've had a little back and forth with on Twitter over the past year or so since you first watched Night of the Comet, because this movie stuck with you. But it does belong at number seven. I will agree with this. I do think it belongs at number seven on your list. I think you put that in the right spot. Because of all the movies on the list, it is definitely the only one that is potentially not family-friendly for all families. It's the spookiest. It's got actual zombies in it, some pretty scary stuff going on. One really gory shot, but overall, if you have an older kid or a kid who is generally not as sensitive to monster movies as the rest, like Alistair here, should be fine. Just remember PG-13, so be there to watch it with your kid. Give them that guidance that they need. Anything else you want to say about Night of the Comet? I just want to say one thing. If you think your kid is going to be too scared, you watch it by yourself... If you think it's going to be scary, just don't watch it with your kid. Yeah, give it a shot first. Give it a look. Because I grew up on it. That's, you know, like I said, I've seen it tons of times when I was a kid. I used to watch it with my mom a lot. And so I'd seen it a bunch. Growing up, you watched basically monster movies. Yeah, much the same as I do with you. Mm Mm-hmm. Time for number six. Yep. Up next is Al's recommendation in the number six spot, which is also, as it happens, another PG-13 film. Uh, This one, I would say, is a far less hard PG-13 than Night of the Comet, but it is also PG-13 nonetheless. And it is... The Addams Family. From 1991, Barry Sonnenfeld's... The Adams Family. Alistair, why are you recommending The Adams Family? They do have a show, too. Yeah, that's a good thing to mention because the show is also great. And so if you're worried about the PG-13 rating with your kids, go ahead and show them the show instead, I would say. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, it's rated PG-13 for macabre humor, which is just spooky humor, basically. But if you're worried that the movie's going to be a little bit too edgy for your kids, you can go ahead and watch with them the TV show instead. Yeah. Alistair, why did you pick The Addams Family? Because the movie... Is there like two movies or something? There are two movies. And this DVD we have here has both The Addams Family and Addams Family Values. I think The Addams Family is a great Halloween movie, but I would say that Addams Family Values, because it has, at sort of the heart of it, a Thanksgiving play, is a great movie to watch in November. So you have yeah. one Addams Family movie for each month. Oh, is that the one with the hairy dude in it? Cousin It? Yeah. Yeah, Cousin It. Yeah. The tiny one. Yeah, he's His small car. and hairy. <laughs> Yeah, like his car is like really tiny. Sure is, man. Yeah, even as a car. So why'd you recommend this, though? 
Like, what in particular made you want to put this on the list? Because, again, I didn't have any say in this list. I just asked you what you wanted to put on the list. Number seven, Night of the Comet, sure surprised me. Number six, I expected something like The Addams Family, but, you know, it could have gone any way here. So why why this one in particular in this spot? Because I think people would enjoy it. It is funny because the show's funny. Okay. The stuff is funny. Is the show better than the movie or the movie better than the show? They're kind of like the same thing. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, but the movie just has more... The movies have more characters. Sure, yeah, and they they cost more money to make, so the movies have a higher production value. They can show more crazy things. The show is also shorter, but the plot's the same, basically. The plot in the movies is the same as the plot in the show, really, which is people show up and we watch them kind of bounce off of the Adams family, right? Every one of them festers, like, in basically every episode. Yeah, I mean, he's one of the main Adams family, so definitely. And the mom and dad. Yeah. Too. Gomez and Morticia. We don't really see Lurch a lot, actually. Uh, Lurch is there. He's mostly hanging out in the background. He's kind of their butler, so. But now we're talking about the show, and we're not even talking about the movie. So, the movie. It's funny, but it's funny spooky. Yeah. Basically. Okay. Good. There's Al's number six, The Adams Family. Number five is, and again, this one I think is also appropriately in the sort of bottom part of this list here because it may be a little more challenging as well. Number five is... The Witches. The Witches from 1990, based on the Roald Dahl novel, which we read over the summer. Yeah. Yeah. And then you watched the movie. Mm -hmm. So what is it about this movie that made you want to put it on the list? Well, it is all about witches. Appropriate for Halloween. And there's mouses or rats. Mice. Mice, yeah. Yeah, mice in the movie. Yeah, it got good special effects. If you don't like mice, don't watch the movie because it has mice. Yeah, sure, if you've got a phobia of mice. But what about the witches? There is a part where one of the witches says, I'm looking forward to this afternoon. Uh-huh. To this afternoon. What happens in the afternoon? The witches meeting. Oh, okay. And the witches meeting. It's very long in the book, but in the movie it's shorter. Sure, sure. But if I recall correctly, that gets pretty spooky. It does get spooky later on. And that's, the meeting. and would you say that you would caution parents on that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was spooked by the Grand High Witch. Yeah, she's yeah. real spooky. If you've never seen it, watch the trailer. You'll see the Grand High Witch. If you think your kids can handle that, then they're probably fine with the movie. No, like, it's a lot of fun. It's pretty goofy. But the witch makeup is quite spooky. She has, like, a giant nose, basically. Yeah, and she's all wrinkly and gross. Yeah, she Which, shoots lasers. Actually, she is played by Angelica Houston, who played Morticia Adams in the Adams Family movie. So that's appropriate, uh, yeah. back to back. But anything else to say about the witches, Alistair? 
No. All right, that brings us to your number four spot, which is Monster House from two thousand and six by Robert Zemeckis, as it happens, who made Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Back to the Future. Why do you recommend Monster House? What is it about Monster House that makes it such a family-friendly staple? And I would say four through one here are all quite family-friendly. Yeah. In, and I think your list is kind of crazy in that it does go from the least to the most family-friendly very appropriately. Yeah. Monster House is about these three kids who has to fight a house. It's a monster. Yeah, it's what it sounds like. It's a house. It's a monster. It's a monster house. And they eventually get into the house. The oh, house no spoilers, weird. though. Is the house spooky? Yeah, yeah. It's spooky. It even has teeth. It has a mouth. Well, that sounds spooky. It is a little spooky. The movie's a little spooky. The end starts to get a little spooky towards the end. Yeah, it is a movie that, well, I mean, like any horror movie towards the climax is going to get yeah. more intense. Uh-huh. Right? But the monster house is pretty freaky, definitely. But it's also a lot of fun. I like this movie a lot. Yeah. It's also one that I know comes highly recommended from a podcast that I really like called Nightmare on Film Street. So, let's go on to number three. All right. What is your number three, Alistair? Paranorman. Mm, and this is one that you talked about on the podcast before. You talked about that on our Zombies episode. I know you recommended it there, I think, as homework. But it is definitely worth repeating because it is, I agree, that good. It's from 2012. What's up with this movie, Alistair? Why should our listeners watch this one? This movie is about some kids who discover zombies and they want to go back into the graveyard and Paranorman gets this book but he doesn't know where to read the book. Mm, so there's zombies and there's some kind of mystical, magical mystery, huh? Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty good. And also some of his friends help him out. Yeah. This is one that I know was pretty spooky for some kids. The first half, they don't know what's up with the zombies, mm-hmm. but it's a pretty standard zombie invasion, sort of like apocalyptic kind of a scenario early on. Things get more complicated later, and you sort of start to understand what's happening a little bit better. But early on, it's a pretty straightforward kind of horror movie that you definitely want to make sure your kid's a little bit older, a little less sensitive to these things yeah. before they watch it. Um, so let's move on to number two. All right, that's Paranorman out of the way. Moving on to Alistair's number two pick. Hotel Transylvania 2. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I find that interesting that you picked number two over number one. So why Hotel Transylvania 2? Which one had those, like, those zombies that were funny? Which one had They're those? in both of them. This is the okay. one with the bat people. Yeah, 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 where they have to fight, like, the bat kind of things. It has some monsters we've talked about. Uh-huh. Like Dracula and stuff. Yeah, the, all the staples are there. It's got yeah. basically any kind of monster you can think of. But in terms of family friendliness, I think this is really incredibly family friendly. Yeah. 
There's also this funny blob. Yeah, it's got a really funny blob in yeah, it. Yeah, it's like green, basically. Yeah, he's kind of, he's like a jello man. He's really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just staring at, looking at him in the movie. Well, how about you focus on the podcast, you goofus? Okay. So, I really like that movie because it does have Frankenstein, too, that we did talk about. Yeah. On it's got, it's got multiple much... episodes, actually. Yeah, you're right. It's got a, It's got pretty much everybody in it. It's sort of a who's it's, who of monster movies. It's got, it's got the mummy. Uh-huh. It's got Dracula. It's got a wolf man in it. It's got a blob. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny and yeah. family-friendly to boot. And it's a movie about family. Mm-hmm. Because there is this, like, they get this, like, kid in the <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, they just get this kid. No, it's, Basically. It's Dracula's grandson, who's half human, half vampire. Yeah, right. <laughs> is that all you got to say about it? I was just worried. You're just looking at the case? Okay. So, this is Hotel Transylvania 2. Okay, so Hotel Transylvania 2 is in the number two spot. I would also say, if you haven't seen Hotel Transylvania, the first film, the second one could probably hold up on its own without the first one, but why not watch them both, I say. Yeah. But for Alistair, it edges out the first one by a little bit, and... If you want to hear us talk a little bit more about this one, we did talk about it on uh, 2016's Cadavercade special, uh, where we talked about our movie marathon, and we watched Hotel Transylvania 2, talked about it with Joe and your mom. That was the first one when my mom was on it. Yeah, it's the only one your mom's been on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we get to number one, should we recap seven through two? Yeah. Number seven. Night of the Comet. Number six. Adam's Family. Number five. Witches. Number four. Monster House. Number three. Paranorman. Number two. Hotel Transylvania 2. And Alistair's number one family-friendly Halloween movie recommendation is... Toy Story of Terror. There is specials, and this is one of them. Yeah, this is one of the couple TV specials of Toy Story, which is, it's only a half hour long. So in terms of family friendliness, good call. I mean, I know some of you are expecting, I don't know, Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, or whatever, but this is a more modern TV special with the Toy Story characters. Got some spookiness to it. Yeah. But it's also quite funny. They also go underground into, like, the basement of where they live or something. Well, they're in a motel in this one. So what makes Toy Story of Terror the number one family-friendly monster movie for you? Because, like, it's really spooky at where they go. There's, like, spider webs and stuff. So it's got the atmosphere. And the T-Rex gets stuck on one. Mm. Well, don't give too much away. The thing's only 22 minutes long, so it's easy to spoil everything. But it's got good atmosphere, spooky atmosphere. But 
they are scared under there, and they're like wandering around and stuff, and some of them get lost. Hmm. So there's something going on, some kind of spooky mystery. But is it fun too? Very fun. Well, then that's good enough for me as a reason to have it in your number one spot. Really spooky, also fun. Yeah, that actually sounds good. Is that everything you have to say about your top seven? Yes. Okay, cool.、Uh, before we go, I have a couple of quick honorable mentions: things that might have made Al's list if he had seen them, or things that were on his short list of almost made it.、Uh, those include Ernest Scared Stupid, The Adventures of Ichabod and Mister Toad, but not the Mister Toad part, only the Ichabod part from Disney. It's the Headless Horseman one. 2015's Goosebumps, the movie, and a major one here, 1995's Casper. Super family friendly, super fun. They almost made it onto the list. Yeah, very very close. And I was surprised that Casper and Goosebumps got edged out by Adam's Family and Night of the Comet. Really surprised by that. I think that's cool.、Mm-hmm. It surprised me. I had a lot of fun working with Al as he created this list. Hopefully, it surprised you a little bit and maybe gave you a couple of movies to watch. And if you do watch them, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what you think.、Uh, send us an email. Hit us up on Facebook. Let us know what you think of the movies. We'd love to get your thoughts on it too.、Uh, yeah. You can find us on Twitter at cadaver underscore cast. You can find us on Facebook at cadavercast. That's one word. Or email us at cadavercast at gmail dot com. That is also one word, cadavercast. Alistair, did you have anything else to add?、Mm, no. Cool. Well, if you want to support the show,、uh, you could help us out with positive ratings and reviews on iTunes. We're not begging for five star reviews or anything like that, but、uh, if we have positive reviews, those do help us get seen. So that is much appreciated. If you want to help us keep the show running in a more、uh, direct way, you can support us on Patreon. You can head over to patreon.com/wordsalad. Exactly, every little bit helps there, and the money that we get from that goes either towards upkeep on the podcast or into a savings account for Alistair's college fund because. Uh, I'm not doing this to make money. I am doing this、uh, for my boy. That's all right. And with that, I wish you all a happy Halloween, and I'll let this kiddo sign us out. You've been listening to CadaverCast. I'm Al Burnham, and I'm his dad, Jeff Burnham. We love you. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah, it's gonna be good.